Hello, this is Leslie. Welcome to Wisdom Petals. And we are going to trip down Leslie Street again. Thank you for tuning in. Those that tune in, I do appreciate it. If you have any questions or you have any kind of topic you want to go over or want me to speak on, I should say, please, please, please uh, send me a message at wisdompedals.misslady at gmail.com. Also, um, I do welcome feedback. You know, if you have something to say, you think I'm off or what have you think, what have you, <laughs> whatever you think, just let me know. Okay. I do appreciate feedback because it tells me that either I'm doing something right or I'm doing something wrong. But either way, it's not a bad thing, right? Okay, so today I'm going to speak on something I was listening to a friend of mine. Um, I think it's she's called Real Talk with Raquel. Also a, a podcaster. I uh, was on a show down in Atlanta recently and it was broadcast on YouTube. Uh, Cafe Hope with Andre Norman and they were speaking on sons, sons that end up in trouble with law, end up going to the pen or spending some kind of time in jail and what, how that affects the children, uh, sons, how that affects mothers, you know, because usually it's single mothers who are dealing with this situation and, um, I even remember watching something I was on uh, Facebook and it was uh, Denzel Washington and he was discussing how the absence of fathers in homes and how that helps these children hit this, this, you know, school to prison pipeline really fast. You know, we know we have other other things against us as well. We know people uh, would prefer to see our young boys uh, behind the bars than out on the street. And we know also the prison system became a monetized um, private business, which it should not. It's a prison, you know. It's meant for people who are out there breaking the law. Uh, it should not be something that is set up to where they have to keep a fucking quota of people in there in order for them to make money. That is so, so wrong. But the importance of our young boys having that father figure is gigantic. There is, there isn't, there isn't much more that, you know, we can do that would help them to get past the things that they face without a father in the house. Uh, a man there who cares about them, you know, whether if he be their biological father or that he's their stepfather, if he cares, then he's going to have something to say. And he's going to put himself in it, you know, and if he's caring and he's taking care of his wife and his children, they know it, you know, kids are very, very intuitive. They can tell when you're full of shit and they can tell when you love them, you know, so when we sit here and think about it to 
make it seem like we don't need husbands as women is a huge error. I think about my own son. And I remember watching this, watching that show I just mentioned where my friend was on. Um, and it talked about women feeling like failures when their sons end up in trouble. And I, can, I felt that as a mother, you know. I felt looking at all my children, you know, my daughter included, that I had dropped the ball, you know, because, you know, all you can do as a mother, a single mother, is work and do your best. You know, I ain't rich, so I had to hold down a job, you know, to take care of my family. And, you know, I can't go make <laughs> a man be a man and be in my home and take care of your responsibilities as a man. I can't do that. You know, so all I can do is hold it together the best I can as a woman. And in my family, my family dynamic, there aren't very many men. I have a brother um, that was around, but he wasn't around much. He had his own issues. And um, as far as being a mentor for my sons, that wasn't happening, you know. Um, Even later on, when my son was giving me the, the most issues and I, uh, my oldest son, and I sent him to my brother last mm-hmm. resort. My brother proved not to be a reliable place for my son to be. So I didn't have that. I don't, in, in this day and age, sadly, in this day of age, day, day and age, I don't trust the boys club. You know, the men that run the boys clubs. I don't trust um, what they call it. I can't think of that name. Um, Big Brothers. I don't trust a lot. And because I, you know, it's, it's just hard because I don't trust them. I don't want them to be responsible for my sons. You know, I don't ever, you know. Because I know me. If I think you hurt doing something that's going to hurt my kid, I'm coming for you. You better hope the cops catch you first. You know, that's just a given. So I didn't have something that I felt comfortable, you know, with. I didn't feel comfortable people with people I didn't know. I mean, I didn't feel that comfortable with people I knew, you know. I tried to uh, use... Uh, utilize the men that were around in the church that I went to at the time. And, you know, because we had a lot of uh, single mothers and with sons, you know, who didn't have fathers who to, to be there and take care of them, you know, to be there and show them anything. So, you know, I started trying to talk about that and trying to get some of these men to uh, step up, you know, <laughs> what got me is that you I'm not asking wouldn't asking you to feed and clothe them just mention them you know it's like um movies uh football basketball fishing you know where they all got together and went did something you know with these kids I was and uh, my sons came home one night 
one evening. They had been uh, at a practice. I think it was a a play. And so, you know, and it was all all the kids were on the bus. And one of the men who I would have never thought would have said this, but when I sit there and think about it now, it's like, why did I think he wouldn't? You know, <laughs> but at the time I was just floored. But my boys came home and said, I already, he told them, I already have sons. I ain't supposed to do all that. The fact that a grown ass man told that to my children, to my sons. Yeah, okay. They think that I didn't want to be bothered with them. Oh, yeah. It, it it became pretty apparent. It didn't take very long before I was not associated with that group anymore. It's just, it's sad because, I mean, I think about everything. And people say, oh, well, I've heard men say, well, you know, it's about who you picked to lay down with, who you married, you know, the man that, you know, you decide to have kids with. You can't blame no other man for not wanting to take on that responsibility. Whether that be a mentor or, or a man that you're romantically involved with. And I feel like if a man does, does want to be romantically involved with me, doesn't want to take on my kids, then to get out of my face. Okay? Period. But mentors, especially that are in, I thought, that were in, this, in the church would have viewed it different, you know? Um, I thought they would have thought, okay, well, you know, these are these young guys, you know, they're, they're growing up, they're going to be men real fast and they haven't had a whole lot of influence as far as men is concerned. You know, I need to jump in here and see if I can help. But, and it's just and a little bit, you know, you ain't got to take a whole lot of time out your day. Sometimes just go, I'm go how you doing? How's schoolwork going? You know, those kinds of things that keeps the child kind of grounded because not only is their mama interested, but so is, you know, these few men over here. They're interested in what what's going on with me. And I'm going to tell you, instead of, um, instead of that, instead of that going on, it was a lot of, what's a good way of putting it? Clickish, um, clubbish stuff going on to where um, things were a secret. Whatever said here goes on here. You keep it between you and us, and you can't say that to your mama. Blah blah blah. DDD. I'm like, these are young boys. These ain't no grown ass men. You don't do that. And then the things that we that we heard about that they witnessed was wrong. It was. Oh, wrong. So to say that, you know, I didn't trust men, people to help me with my sons. It's sad. But it's true. You know, and I think that, you know, you're you failed them in some kind of way. It is 
it's like a it's like our reality now you know um it's our reality that we have to um we've got to pray deeply and hard to keep these kids centered as much as possible i have a younger my youngest son is in college he's um pre-med and he wants to become a doctor my oldest girl my only girl she's married a good husband great little boy my middle son who gave me a lot a lot of issues um avoided going to jail (laughs) that's a blessing he never went to jail never but he did a lot of things that caused me a lot of worry and he had a lot of anger so you know i heard the guy andre norman telling my friend raquel you know about how you know, we didn't utilize the, the things that are out there. The system is out there to help. But the system is broken. You know, it really is broken. It is, you know, when you think about it, like I was saying, I didn't trust, you know, people enough to want my sons around strangers, you know, who I didn't know if they had predatory um, tendencies, you know. The young uh, men have a tendency to groom young men when they want to do something, you know, nefarious. You know, I didn't want that kind of instance of things happening with my kid. You know, I didn't want my boys coming home traumatized because some nigga tried to do something to them. I didn't want uh, somebody to mess with them and question their sexuality. I didn't want any of that to go on for my sons. So I did the best I could do. The best I could do. And, you know, for me, that was prayer. You know, to talk to the most high and keep lifting them up and keep lifting them up and keep lifting them up because you can't do anything else. So happened, you know, my oldest son, he's still struggling. You know, he's still struggling. But at the same time, I see maturity coming and setting in I see him you know looking at things a little different and I maybe that's because you know he's a father you know now he has two two daughters one that he doesn't get to see because she lives here and one that's with him if he lives in Hawaii right now so those things you know are, are making him grow up you know, it's a hard way to have to grow up, you know, but grow up even still. You know, I think when it comes down to having 
someone there to help you with your sons. You know, because he was like, well, what about the other voice? It's like the other voice. Well, yeah, you need another voice. That's all right and good. But, you know, everybody don't have another voice. And she pointed it out to him. She said, I was the voice, <laughs> basically. You know, it's like everything doesn't doesn't work out that way. He said he talked about how he got a son that, you know, don't like listening to him, but his but his sister tell him to do something he'll hop to. You know, and I'm like, why? Why come you don't have that influence over your child? Why does your sister have that influence over your child? But, you know, whatever works. Thank you for this, though. There are no easy answers to how to train up a child. In this modern age, in the age of the single parent, in the age of the non-custodial parent, which is usually male, who is non-custodial and uninvolved, um, there is no rule book that you can use to nail down anything anymore. I mean, some things can give you a general idea of how to handle stuff, but how to raise kids, it's just hard. And you're just feeling your way. It's almost like a drunk man, you know, just feeling his way, touching the walls, you know, trying to feel the flow, make sure the flow is still beneath his feet when he moves forward, you know, those kinds of things, you know. And because, because children are so individual, people are individuals. So no straight book just rules to show you know you can't say oh well you know this book said you know we do it like this so this is what we're gonna do it you know and then one when one person out of that group you're trying to help strays off because that book didn't didn't you know corral them then what you know you got to be versatile you got to be ready to move when Things change when things don't follow the book. You know, not everybody's able to do that. Not everybody's able to uh, roll with the punches, so to speak. It's not easy. The one thing that I did, and uh, I'm not saying that this is no rule or no book or anything like that. But the one thing that I did as far as my children was concerned was talk and not only talk listen you know sometimes it's not easy to do as a parent because you know you're a parent you're trying to do things your your mind is split you're all over the place you're trying to work you're trying to parent trying to take care of home trying to keep your bills paid trying to keep your sanity <laughs> and then if you got more than one child you're trying to deal with all these people <laughs> And it's like, it is not easy, you know, all these different personalities in these kids, you know, and it is not an easy task as an individual to do this. You know, it was meant for two people. It's not easy for them, but it's harder for someone who doesn't have that spouse there, who doesn't have that person who wants to love them too, you know, so... 
you know, you just you just have to. It's like feeling your way. You pray and feel your way. Do what you do. Take care of what you can do. Sit when you have a chance and give. I say, if you have a chance, give each individual child some attention, even if it's just because I had three kids. I had three kids and we would sit down and eat dinner and we would talk. We all talk. And I told them, I gave them the benefit of the knowledge that I had. But nothing I did was listen as much as possible. I think though that my middle child felt that I didn't listen as much to him. And I think a lot of times that I didn't listen to him as much is because my baby was a little liar. He would just lie his little butt off. He'd make up little stuff. Try to tell you you didn't see what you saw. <laughs> Sadly enough. But looking back, I know what it is. You know, he was feeling slighted as a young man, as a child. You know, he was missing that one piece that was there the first two years of his life. Good or bad, he was still missing it. You know, my youngest didn't really have that attachment for his father, like my oldest boy. So, you know, we got to give our children the benefit of a doubt. At the same time, we got to give ourselves a break as women, as mothers. Because we can only work with what we can work with. To me, for a man to tell me, if I say, you know, this is really hard. I really would love to have somebody help me with my sons. And he go, well, you know, where they father at? Well, he's where he's at. And I'll explain that to you, you know. Well, them's his sons. You need to, then you need to go. Well, you should have picked a better man. Well, obviously, I missed it again. Bye. Because I'm like, why would you tell me something like that? Men who think that way act like they never made mistakes. And they ha- a lot of these men who say they got children of their own with women that they don't want. Or can't live with. And that's sad. You know? And we told them, oh, well, you should have picked better. You know? <laughs> They'd be mad. But they say that to us within a heartbeat. Uh, I don't know. There is no easy answers for this. But like I said, listen to your children, boys and girls. Listen to them. Listen to what they don't say. Because a lot of times what they don't say is what needs to be heard. And give yourself a break. Because you can only do as much as you can do. You came out a woman. And I'm not saying women don't can't raise men and all that. I'm not saying that. But you, as a woman, can only do what you can do. You can only do what you can do. 
and you pray to the most high that he got the rest. And that's it. And that's all. I know this was all over the place. <laughs> this felt all over the place. But I hope someone takes something from it. You know. I hope someone takes something from it because, you know, as black people, it's very hard to function in this world. And it's real, it makes it harder when we have broken families and we have children suffering from the loss of one parent, usually at least. And it's sad, not just for young men, because young, I know young men, they need that male persuasion there to show them how to be men, you know. But women, young girls, they need that man there to show them what to look for. You know, what kind of husband am I supposed to have, you know. If, you, if your father isn't there to treat you well, so you know what it feels like to be treated well by men, a lot of times we can pick men who don't know how to be men, number one, and don't treat you well at all. Don't know how. It's a sad state of affairs. A big old ugly circle. I'm trying to make sure that my youngest son makes better decisions that when he does end up with someone, it would be someone he wants to be with and someone he wants to settle down with and have all his children with, you know, and treat her well. My daughter was blessed and she has a great husband and he loves taking care of her and their son and any other child they may have. She's very blessed. And I want my middle son, my middle child, I should say, oldest son, to get himself together because he has daughters. And I want those daughters to know what it's like to be loved by their father so that when they start looking for husbands of their own, they don't pick any schmo off the street and think that he said a few words that made them feel good and, and that was it. And that's love. Because it's not. It's not love. It's not even understanding. It's just the, the, the joker got away with words. That's all. He just got away with words. All right, you guys. That's all I have to say about this one. This is one of those podcasts that kind of hit close to home. And, you know, I was a single mother raising my kids for 20 years alone. You know? And, um, You know, still single because 
It is what it is. But single ladies, give yourself a break. If you're doing everything you can do, that's all you can do. Give the rest up to the most power. Lift them babies up every time you get on your knees. Okay, you guys. Thank you for visiting Wisdom Petals. And it's Leslie. Please let me know what you think. Give me any kind of feedback you got at wisdompetals.misslady at gmail.com. Please subscribe. Please share. People know I'm here. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Shalom. <laughs>